is the 77 WABC minicast. And joining us now, we have Victoria Coates, former Deputy National Security Advisor to President Trump. Another big story today, Victoria. And we have in the studio Ed Cox. We have Tony Carbonetti, Governor David Patterson, and also John Katsimatidis joining us, too. Uh, Victoria, this big news about the Russian opposition leader, Alexei Navalny, dies suddenly in prison. He goes for a walk. It's minus 40 degrees. Uh, he's in a penal colony. He suddenly goes for a walk, and I guess there's no um, window to fall out of. So he suddenly dies, and, which is just horrible what's happened. The president of the United States said three years ago, if Navalny dies in prison, there will be dire consequences for Russia. The president just about an hour ago, Victoria, came out and was asked by the press, what are you going to do? And he said, well, um, not really anything. Uh, essentially, wait for the autopsy. Yeah. In fact, he didn't even say he was going to do anything. Victoria, this is crazy. No, it really is, Rita, and great to be with you and John and that all-star team uh, during these difficult times. I think what you see here is Putin directly challenging Biden. Uh, he did it about 10 days ago with the very provocative satellite launch, which stirred all the discussion of Russian nukes in space, and he's done it by showing that he feels he can act with impunity against Navalny, even given Biden's statements, which Putin is perfectly well aware of. And the president's response was to threaten Republicans in Congress, not Putin, and say history is watching and say that they are the ones who will be judged if they don't pass his bloated uh, Ukraine supplemental. And so that's just extraordinary to me that the president of the United States, who is on the record threatening dire consequences if this happens, is now instead of, of threatening Putin, he's threatening Republicans. You know, that's a great point. He was had more harsh words for Trump also, he singled him out. He said, my predecessor. And he also had more harsh words for the GOP than he did for Putin. John Katsimatidis? Uh, say that again, uh, uh, Rita. Yeah, that, uh, Putin, let me tell you, he's going to say and do what he wants to do. It, it happens all the time. What was your specific question? Yeah, my question was, John, it's amazing because the press conference that just happened uh, Biden had more harsh words for the House GOP and Trump, yet against Putin. And his whole point was well, to Putin come out and wins. condemn Putin. <laughs> yeah, but Putin endorsed him yesterday. Yeah, that's right. You're right. You're right, John. You are so right. <laughs> Victoria, yeah, that's a great so point. Many, yeah, he doesn't have so many supporters that Biden does it, that he can just, you know, turn away an endorsement like that. Yeah, he needs the votes. <laughs> Putin's sitting there saying, you've sanctioned everything you can sanction. You know, you've taken all the money you can from the oligarchs. What can you do to me? Nothing. Right. And they haven't even really. And LNG, you think about, you know, it's amazing. And John, you know this all too well. Russia. Here we are going after LNG, you know, everything happening. And Russia is getting all this money on gas. And yet today he has no new steps. He's not even reversing his policies, John. Yeah, it's uh, it's horrible. I've talked to so many people. We don't understand why what his attitude is in Russia and Iran and China? It seems like uh, uh, I have to say it. It doesn't seem like he's on the American side. Yeah, Victoria. Oh no! I mean that's that's precisely it. And you know, Putin is emboldened 
by something like the natural gas move. Uh, this is what keeps them in business. And what's really shocking is there was a report in the Free Beacon over the last two days that John Podesta, who's our new climate czar after John Kerry, and even more extreme than John Kerry, if such a thing is, is even possible, uh, that his brother, Tony Podesta, lobbies for foreign natural gas companies who will benefit from this ban. So you have the guy implementing the policy to enrich his brother. I mean, it's like the Biden crime family all over again. This is how these people are acting. But what they aren't doing is acting in the national security interests of the American people. Governor Patterson. You know, it's kind of disturbing that when Biden was asked about the threat he made, he started talking about what he was doing for the last three years. Now, I think that's in the law what they call post hoke ergo proctor hoke. Meaning wow. in English, I, what does that yes. mean? It means that's a legal something yeah, or another. Yeah, that's oh, a word. Right. Victoria, yeah, we're it, trying to figure it, it out, it, Victoria. It basically means you're addressing the situation before it happened. In other so words, in other you words, did nothing. In other words, he knew <laughs> that he would eventually be killed, so he started the sanctions three years ago up to now. Otherwise, his statement is void because he didn't he wasn't doing that because of what he thought was gonna happen to Navalny. He's now using it as an explanation when they ask him what he's going to do about Ivalny now that he's dead. Yeah, it's, uh, and you can contend, Victoria, what has he done for the last three years? I mean, it's it's tiddlywinks. He said minor incursion, Putin goes in. Uh, and what he was claiming was, well, they had 350,000 deaths fighting Ukraine. He's created this stalemate, Victoria. He has. And one of the reasons we're, we're in a stalemate rather than a Ukrainian victory is the way that he has sort of dribbled and drabbed out the the assistance and he hasn't brought the american people along he hasn't made a convincing case as to why we should be investing this money in ukraine's defense when if we've got russian nukes in the in space we need to be investing in american defense uh and he has not made that case and the american people are rightly skeptical but it's also you know really defies uh belief that he would be arguing that he's been so tough on Russia over the last three years. Look what I mean, Putin is acting with impunity. He's doing all the sorts of things that, you know, he has been forbid, expressly forbidden to do by President Biden. And there's there's literally no response. And I think, you know, you could uh, do a very serious sanctions regime against specifically Russian energy to get those molecules off the market to truly punish uh, Putin to put Xi on notice that if he keeps buying Russian energy, he's going to get sanctioned. But Biden hasn't done that. So the idea that he's he's been somehow tough on Russia is pretty laughable. Ed Cox. Well, one thing that he could do, as you're saying, he could enforce his sanctions, which he's not doing. And I believe it's for political purposes. More oil uh, going around the world. The lower oil prices are here. The lower gas prices are here in the United States, the more, better his chances for re-election. And John Katz, uh, the great expert on this. Your thoughts, John? Well, President Biden and our countries even letting them uh, uh, run their uh, the, buying oil from other sources too and selling oil to other sources. I, I believe Ed Cox might know. Uh, I believe Biden is selling some to England now. Sure, he is. Absolutely. Unbelievable. Selling it to England, but not letting us use it domestically. This BS about sanctions is all BS. It's just, you know, wallpaper. Yeah. Victoria, go ahead real quick before we let you go. Yeah, no, it's 100 percent correct that that what he's trying to do is keep 
oil prices low, gas prices low here at home with Russian energy, with Venezuelan energy, and with Iranian energy. It's outrageous. It should be American energy. We should be unleashing our energy dominance against our enemies and in support of our friends, not turning a blind eye to enriching Putin. Absolutely. Victoria, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it.